Don't put lemon juice on your face. And other stories. Brought to you by Pampered by Pokes, aka the Fresh Face G. Alright, let's get moisturized. So let's start this episode with a little challenge slash project that um, I think would be fun to do for the week. So I'm going to be posting on my Instagram and Twitter the fresh faced water challenge. And this is simply just a way to encourage us to take care of our insides as well as our outsides. And I will try to do a lot of these as we go on, just exploring different beneficial things that we can do together and be accountable to um, each other together. So the first one I'm going to do is pretty simple. We're meant to drink approximately three liters of water a day. Okay, more if you are um, active and, you know, you know, uh, in a hot country like Ghana, and if you find that you sweat a lot or in a dry climate or whatever, but the average, you know, is about three liters. So what we're going to do is a fresh-faced water challenge. So every day at um, designated points in the day, I will post my, so I'll post like my first liter full and then um post my empty liter refill for the second and then the third i'll figure out how to make it a little more seamless but basically i will you know target the fresh face water challenge um and you can also share pictures of your little water bottles or glasses of water or whatever it is just to keep us um accountable to each other you can tag me and i think it'll be a lot of fun and um at the end of it what can we do what, what will make this fun at the end of it i will pick a winner at random so anyone that shared the challenge with me i'll pick a, a winner at random and i will you know, send you some hydrating masks to complement all the hydration you've been doing on the inside. So yeah, that sounds about that sounds about right. Um, so Monday to Friday, no Monday to Sunday, because today Sunday. Monday to Sunday, water. It doesn't matter what else you're drinking. We'll save that challenge for another less stressful time. But in the meantime, um, every day, you know, send me your liter it doesn't have to be all three but you know i'm going to be trying to drink three liters of water a day minimum um so join me if you'd like to do the same let's get into our beloved podcast okay i call this segment skincare tips that i was so convinced were lies okay and you know what i'm talking about like you know, it's so easy to understand things like, okay, cleanse your skin. You're like, good. The skin is dirty. It must be clean. Or, you know, um, where's sunscreen? Okay, there's a hole in the ozone layer. So, you know, protect the skin. Good. Moisturizer, you're like, 
cool. Yeah, let's do it. Moisturize the skin. Then there are things like oil cleansing. Yeah, like you want me to take angwa and put it on my face? Not to leave it there, but it's a and then you you know you start to have like serious um trust issues because right off the bat it doesn't make any sense it doesn't and until a professional explains it to you and i guess you know you have to tap into the science part of skincare you're just like who who even who was the first person to pour oil into their hand and say you know what I'm going to try to clean my face with this and see what happens. Okay, that person must have been on the most premium cut, you know, purest, like from the middle of Colombia, uh, crack cooking. Like, that's, that's what I think, you know. Honestly, skincare is just madness overall, but... You have to think about, like, whose idea, who thought, okay, this might work, you know? But the explanation is there. I mean, water doesn't, you know, mix with oil. So if you're washing your face with just water, you're not um, cleaning anything, right? Which is why you need soap. But if soap is taking away all the oils from your skin, then you have to put it back. But oil mixes with oil. And it doesn't matter what kind or the thickness of the oil. Like, you can mix castor oil, which is super thick. Like, it is thicker than the sexual tension between your significant other and their bestie. Like, it is thick. And then you mix it with jojoba oil, which is almost like, it's so light, it could be water. And you mix them together and it just disappears into the castor oil. You don't see the difference. There's no clear demarcation that these things are two different oils. And so when you hear the explanation, you're like, wow, like somebody, some amazing, crazy person, you know, figure this out, tried it out on skin and shout out to them because, you know, for somebody like me who... The smallest thing, look, if I even think about breaking out, I break out. Um, like if I'm not managing it, if I just the slightest bit of stress. So I could just imagine the first couple of tests because Lord knows they use coconut oil the first time. Right. And then, you know, it was breakout city. <laughs> um, another one is a derma derma rolling or micro needling again you're telling me that in order for me to have smooth skin that is if i have um textured skin that if i want smooth skin i have to poke it with many tiny needles um either with the roller or I go to an esthetician and the person stabs me multiple times on my face. 
Look, I have tried to explain this thing to multiple people and their horror, the horror on their faces at the first mention of needles is very funny. I won't lie to you. Uh, some of you are just too hilarious for words. It's like, I said, put the, use the needles. You're like, what? <laughs> use the what? Um, again, the science part of skincare comes to the rescue and it says, you know, when you get a scar or when you get um, a cut or whatever, your skin um, produces or overproduces collagen in the area to sort of to sort of stitch, you know, the wound closed. So if you think about it like that, when you are creating these tiny, tiny, tiny holes with um, the Damarola... <clears throat> Or I think the estheticians use a derma pen or something. It kind of like shoots in and out of your skin. Um, and when you do that, you basically encourage your skin to produce some collagen to sort of fill out the area. Now, when you think about it like that, why is it that, say, derma rolling or, you know, uh, micro needling is considered okay and something like you know using a face scrub is not well the first thing is that you know with um the needles they're intended to be sanitized first of all um they're very sharp and they're very tiny so the kind of cuts the kind of um cuts that are made or holes that are made are sort of straight in and out and clean so they don't tear at your skin if your micro needle, your derma roller, you know, you roll it on like fabric and it starts to pick at, um, you know, the fabric fibers, you know that the, the needles are not straight and you have to replace it. Um, so it's creating these straight sort of um, unhindered, clean cuts. Whereas with a scrub, not only are you using you know non-sterilized material like no matter how well a, a scrub has been prepared it is not it's not you know titanium or whatever is used to make a demarola it is it will be salt or it will be whatever uh maybe orange peels you know there are other things in the scrub besides the 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 um abrasive material so you're scrubbing at your skin and you're tearing at it and it's not creating those nice um, clean jabs that you want. So in the end, you can get irritations, you can get infections, um, you know, and the scarring could be worse if you're using um, a like a manual scrub on your face. So, I mean, I'm describing this thing. It sounds like something out of a horror movie. Um, but I'm sure you've all seen what a dermarula looks like. If you haven't, definitely look it up. Um, personally, I... When I was a lot more... Uh, consistent with it, I definitely enjoyed the impact that it had on my skin but i will lie to you it's one of those things that if you're not going to follow the instructions like to the letter 
and the steps are multiple if you're not going to follow those steps exactly you know it's something that you either do it right or you don't do it at all that's all i'll say um and then finally you know the third thing is um chemical exfoliators or acids not even chemical exfoliators, just acids in general like when someone tells you to put an acid on your face i mean that is self-explanatory in terms of why that is scary you know i have never in my life um you know before i started to research skincare um thought that an acid on my face would be a good thing but the thing is that there are acids everywhere you know and everything um citrus fruits have a citric acid and you know that is technically what makes it citrusy <laughs> um but you know there are naturally occurring acids there are acids that are made and you know it really has to do with the concentration of an acid and what it does obviously um something like hydrochloric acid is uh, what i believe is in a bleach yeah so obviously that's going to be in high quantities high concentrations so that it can do the job of bleaching your clothes or bleaching your toilet or whatever but you have so many different acids and so many different formulas that incorporate acids into them that are really good for your skin so um vitamin c for instance uh is one a type of vitamin c is ascorbic acid so you hear acid you're like ah what is that but it works to encourage your skin to produce collagen uh reverse anti-aging helps to prevent um acne and things like that so if you have a vitamin c um uh, serum or whatever you are using an acid um one of the best you know best ways safest ways um you know easiest ways to exfoliate your skin is with an acid you know you should definitely be if you have first of all if you have acne you should have salicylic acid somewhere in your routine if you know you're trying to uh, get rid of scarring you're trying to improve the texture of your skin you should have you know an aha whether uh, lactic acid or glycolic acid or mandelic acid or whatever right uh what is the other one it's not citric acid steric acid yeah um and then there's hyaluronic acid which your skin naturally produces the thing is that obviously environmental conditions and things uh aging you know diet whatever can affect how well you produce hyaluronic acid which is why it's encouraged that you introduce it into your skin now anybody who has used hyaluronic acid whether it's a serum or in a moisturizer knows that it doesn't it doesn't act like what we think acids act like like if you've watched cartoons for instance if somebody falls into a vat of acid especially in those really old um batman cartoons you know the joker falls into a vat of acid his face kind of melts and that's why he looks crazy um you know 
somebody falls into a vat of acid and melts and dies and all that's left is their bone and all of that so you have all this imagery and then your esthetician is telling you to put it on your face you really honestly 90 percent of 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 skincare and skincare advice relies on (laughs) some very strong trust so if you have trust issues you know it will take you a minute to incorporate certain things into your skincare routine it took me when i found out about chemical exfoliators for instance it took me i'm going to say about a year and a half for me to actually go out and get a product with um a chemical exfoliator girl the first time i was shaking i was shaking and i was so dumb because i was on holiday and i bought the product and the best time to you know use the product maybe was when i was done with my holiday and home so that if i do anything to my skin well where am i going i'm going to work but I bought this thing and used it before I had like a wedding to go to and a bunch of other things. And, you know, I mean, granted, I patch tested, but still I was like, Poco, what if you f- you mess this up? Because if you've watched um, videos or, you know, read about chemical exfoliators and things, everybody's telling you don't use um high concentration ones if you're not a professional you have to make sure you wash it off you apply it a certain way um you know and you're you're typically fine if you're using a low percentage concentration but i mean even that you know even two percent makes you feel like yo that's two percent of an acid on my face so that's like the three skincare tips that when I first heard them, and a lot of people have reacted in the same way, I was ready to go to court and, you know, pronounce them all liars before God and country. But skincare is crazy. There are things that people do, though, that are very confusing. Um, and maybe in the next episode, I will bust some of these uh Maybe not just DIY, but just general skincare myths that we've heard. Um, So that we can get some of those out of the way. All right, so let's wrap this up with a quick spotlight on a skincare ingredient that has caught my eye over the past couple of days. Probably because of my Instagram um, algorithm, (laughs) but mostly because it looks like, you know, a lot of um, skincare brands are looking into this product as a you know an active ingredient in their product line so the products the ingredient i'm talking about is cbd so for those of you who don't know cbd short for cannabis oil is found in cannabis uh or marijuana or weed as we know it is so the benefits of um cbd oil on in skincare is that it helps to fight acne it helps to soothe the skin so if you have sensitive skin that react aggressively to different ingredients or you know different conditions environmental whatever stress if you break out a lot you know and you have like some people break out and they're sort of what we call like angry red um pimples because they're usually very painful very 
tender to touch and all of that um and then you know if you have things like eczema or psoriasis which are more chronic skincare conditions um so you know that is the general benefit that C- that's listed for cbd and that's very interesting because as countries start to think about what are the benefits to um, investing in the production and research into the use of cannabis especially outside of recreational use you know sort of to make a case for it and an economic case for it um, these are the sorts of things that you know it's good to read upon and to know about so personally, I've been like trying to pay attention to what um, pro- pro- what brands are saying about CBD and how they are applying it in their own products. So Paula's Choice, one of my favorite skincare brands, non-Ghanaian skincare brands, has a CBD oil um, line. And it's they're also their like sensitive skin line. So they have serums and um, oils and, you know, transformative milk and all kinds of things that they have produced with this ingredient also elf which elf is really doing it for me because they went from just you know very affordable makeup to really investing in skincare and i'm looking forward to testing out a lot of their stuff so they have a lot of products hydration creams facial oil um a lip balm they have uh what is this a primer that all contain cannabis sativa. So that's a cannabis sativa collection. Um, and I've seen a bunch of others, you know, around randomly popping up on my Instagram. And so this is just a thought for you guys that me, I'm all for anything that works. Um, I'm all for us exploring the natural, you know, the natural gifts that we've been given. But um, I wanted to know, send me a message or you know on my instagram or my twitter wherever it is you're listening to this comment down below and let me know would you try out a product that contains cbd and on that note you know we're going to end right here because as always i've gone over my limits but enjoy the rest of your day don't forget to like to share to subscribe i'll continue to post these weekly because i will try not to be lazy and um engage with me On that note, happy pampering and stay moisturized.